Howdy, y'all. This is Market Explainer, America's number one business news podcast. Every week, we break down the hottest four stories of that week from the wide world of business. Uh, we're going to jump in and we're going to talk about Ford's new plant. But before that, I want to tell all of you about Acre Gold. Acre Gold, meet the new store of value, same as the original store of value. Thoughtfully designed and at two and a half grams of gold, it is the perfect size for the seasoned gold investor or the first time gold investor. The nice thing about Acre Gold, when you click the link down in our description down below, is that you start an account with Acre, you build up, you accrue some funds, and when you hit that number, which you know gold fluctuates in price, when you hit that number, they send you two and a half grams of gold. And that subscription keeps rolling in time and memoriam. And it's, it's, a, it's a good enough amount that if you want to just get started, hey, listen, I had a nephew at some point in time in the past. You know, I'm super concerned about my own uh, you know, security and privacy. The first thing I bought this kid um, was uh, gold. Mm-hmm. There's a couple chips of gold. Wasn't a ton, but the point is, you know, at some point in time in the future, that kid's going to turn those gold bars in for carrots, like just <laughs> regular carrots. When the reclamation happens, the zompoc. All right. Those are coming uh, real useful in the zombie apocalypse. That's correct. Um, so, I, I, you know, we've talked about this. You know, I, I have a car podcast, which I haven't done an episode of in a long time. Uh, but we've talked about the electric car future on this, on this podcast several times. Um, I have made conflicting statements on our show that I hate electric cars and that I also love electric cars and I don't hate, I mean, (laughs) here's the reality. I love the concept of new technology in cars. I also hate the rapid application of saying all cars are going to be electric in the future. And we're talking in less than 10 years, uh, a lot of companies are saying by 2030, they expect to be fully electric. Now, a lot of companies have not done what Ford has done which is Ford is building something called Blue Oval City. They're investing about $11.4 billion in Tennessee and Kentucky to build a battery. uh, Well, they're building a manufacturing plant for their new electric trucks, and they're building battery plants in both of them. Right. Uh, and this yeah. is this is Tesla is actually doing this at the Gigafactory here in Austin. They've right. also said we're going to build batteries here as well, because what they figured out very quickly in the last couple of years is they need more batteries than they thought. And that currently America doesn't make any of them. Right. right. So they needed to if we're going to be able to sustain what they think may be an electric revolution in the car industry we're gonna have to be in charge of our supply chain for those batteries right right so so ford the big deal here to me is two parts one a company like ford this we've said this over and over in our electric car talks you have these small companies you and i both agree that these small companies should eventually get eaten up by these big ford general motors these big companies or just put out of business by them Right. Yeah. When you get Ford, that's going to put eleven billion dollars into it. Now right. it's a serious game. When when a company, let's for the sake of comparison, Rivian, which is attempting to go public, which mm-hmm. has lost a billion dollars already. Literally, they've burned a billion dollars already. Of course. 
you still can't go buy one of their vehicles anywhere. I was just watching a company. I was just watching a review of one of their uh, their the R one T truck. Mm-hmm. Where can I go? Look it doesn't at matter one? because I can't go yeah. get one. This is right. all of the the Lucid Air, you know, one that they yes. sold out. Even the Tesla Cybertruck and whatever that'll eventually get here. But again, the point is, is I can't go buy one of these. If at Ford, least Tesla has a track record of taking people's money and delivering a product, right? Lucid right. at least. But everybody Faraday else Future, doesn't. Faraday Future was another one. Um, there's there's three or four different companies that I can pull out that was like, we're going to have an electric car. When? 2022. Because Earth they don't have the infrastructure to build one. Ford right. does. And that's the difference. Right. They know how to. And this is what they needed. But here, I like that they picked Tennessee and Kentucky. These are two states that are right-to-work states. They're non-union right. states, which is probably right. one of the reasons they pulled them. But yep. they are ravaged by the coal industry going down the tubes. Yes. So you've got a whole bunch of hungry workforce Blue-collar guys who blue are ready to... Blue-collar that you can put it on an assembly line. They're eager to learn new skills. Yep. Part A big chunk of this is Ford going, we know not only are we going to have to hire these people, which they're looking at hiring, what, 11,000 people or something yes. like that in these yep. two states. They are looking at, they've set aside money, which this is, this is a rare thing for a company to do. They've gone, right. hey... Not only are we going to hire 11,000 people between these two factories, and it's probably going to end up being more than that, we've right. set aside money. We know we're going to have to train this workforce for right. these jobs. Right. Because you can't go out. You're not hiring someone. Same thing here with Tesla here in Austin. You're not right. hiring someone that has previous putting electric vehicles together experience. Because well, it's never existed. It's so. never existed before. So they realize that they're going to have to grab Joe Bob over here. Right. Right. That May has only done a couple of odd jobs in his life, right? Random right. jobs. And train Joe Bob. Joe Bob just has to have the want to learn to the do new the skill. job. And they're going to grab him and give him a different kind of job. So here's the thing. I personally, I, I'm conflicted. I despise the, the rapid electrification. And I, this is me turning into an old curmudgeon, right? Like get off my lawn <laughs> guy. Right. This is me turning in to get off my lawn guy. Um, uh, but at the same time, have despised over the last decade of me, you know, learning and educating myself that uh, the United States does not have infrastructure to build things. We cannot continue to be a net consumer nation right. and believe to, and, and think we can thrive. We have to build things. Well, and right? that's and, what this guy's trying to do. Bill Ford, the great great yeah. the great grandson, right? Yeah. Is trying to do that. That's that's to me, that is the story. It's really right. not electric so, vehicles because to me so electric happy, vehicles could still go down the tubes. Right. And I here's the thing. I am curious to see, and I would make the bet if I had money, that we're not going to see the great electrification of vehicles by 2030. What we will see though is a lot of city folk having electric cars because we still have to overcome, I think, the biggest issue that we have to overcome with electric cars is range anxiety. And the greatest solution to range anxiety to me is the Chevy Volt. Not Bolt, but Volt with a V. Volt, yeah. Which had the small gas engine mm -hmm. which charged. And there's a logic here 
that a lot of people, I'm not a mechanical engineer. My dad is one, but that doesn't make me one by osmosis. But if you take an engine, especially like a diesel engine, where it's not revving up and going down and up and down and whatever, it's just 400 RPMs the whole right. time. It's just a generator. That, my friends, that engine might go two, 300,000 miles because you know, a little diesel engine, there's no load on it. There's nothing on right, there. Right, right. Exactly. <clears throat> that solves the range anxiety problem. So the diesel electric hybrid to me makes a lot more sense than just the regular but you could electric. build a you could build a diesel electric hybrid out of an electric vehicle factory but you can't necessarily build an electric vehicle out of a current correct fact that's what so, i think is smart here i so that's think what I'm this guy to say. is going yes. hey my great granddad would have been on board with this of course because he would have saw hey this a this is a potential future which guess what by the way Ford was a potential future back then. Too. Yes. There were people and, that said there was no way. Yeah, no, by the way, the existing Ford that you see, the cars that you see driving around today, they're from the third Ford. Ford had three companies go bankrupt, or two companies, or two or three go bankrupt. This is the fourth, I think, third or fourth. I think um, the fourth. One of them, what's that? I think it's the fourth. Yeah. So one of them, which I believe is the third one, was purchased out of bankruptcy by General Motors, and they rebranded it as Cadillac. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying I really appreciate that a established stalwart, which in the 90s, if you told me Ford was going to be the most forward-thinking incumbent automaker, I would have been like, yeah, right, dude. I mean, uh, the Ford Taurus of the 90s makes you want to cry for Ford. Well, absolutely, but the, look... Right? $11 billion, let's really put this in perspective. $11 billion right. is not a ton of money to Ford, right? It's so nothing. It might it's as well be $2. To, so, so it's a big it's it's a big investment, right, in these right. two states. One of them, the, the, I think it was the mayor came out and said, this is the uh, largest Stand amount Tennessee. of money, the largest investment in the state that's ever been in that state. Am I remembering right. that? Yeah. So Kentucky Governor Andy okay. Bashir, this is the single largest investment in the history of Kentucky. Right. Okay. The $5 billion coming in or $6 billion, whatever their portion is. Right. Yeah. So look, so it's a great thing, but I think that's what someone like a For Bill Ford in this case, right? right. The great grandson of, of, uh, you know, the great, great. creator of Ford, right, um, comes in and says, I'm going to employ, spend, spend money in two states that need it. I'm going right. to employ people that we've been talking about putting people back to work from these coal mining and these for people decades. That, towns that have been dying for decades. Right. We're going to educate them, right, right, because it's to our benefit, and I'm going to pay for all of that for something that ultimately will benefit them whether the electron the electrification actually right. goes out or not they're going to do something with these factories right Correct. whether because i agree with you i don't think anyone in the automotive industry knows what the future holds whether it's all right. electric because we've talked about how lithium still has to come out of the ground folks okay gas comes so, out of the ground lithium so, comes out of the ground so like i don't the biggest issue i have with electric is the green perception and it's sincerely a perception. It's marketing. Created, it's marketing. But who who perpetuates the perception? The the the, the green nuts, right. right? Yeah. 
the eco-fascists are the ones who are perpetuating the electric cars saving the planet. When a Prius, you know, I think they did a study or, you know, whatever in, in the late 2000s, they said, well, the Prius, because of how the um, battery, the, the raw materials for the battery go from Africa to Japan and then back to the United States and they have to get refined, all this other stuff. The, the Prius was harsher on the environment than the Hummer H2, but it is the perception of these mediocre, milk toast, like mastered, master in fine arts degree holding, you know, who work at Starbucks saying, well, I can't really get a good job. And those people are saying, well, the Prius saves the planet. Folks, this is why Danny, this is, this is what Danny's real issues are with electric yes. cars. It's really not the electric car. This is the, Danny's issue with yes. the electric car. And it doesn't make any noise. And I'm a, I, I'm a 12-year-old boy. I want it to go vroom, vroom. I, I have no doubt that Ford will fix that. Seriously. Like, at some Ford, point, yeah. Somebody will come along and fix that. It's just a programming thing. It's yeah, just a muffler and a blower. It's just like it's something so simple that for no reason right now they they don't want to deal with the weight and they don't yeah. want to deal with figuring it out. But somebody will, even and, if it's an aftermarket it's, thing. And listen, it's not that wild of a concept because um, BMW puts speakers on the outside of their cars, some of their cars, some of their higher end. Uh, um, M competition cars or whatever um, to pump out noise because they've built quieter cars so they want to pump out noise and it's such a mind screw but at the same time you go oh that's what I wanted right yeah, but there's but something look, inauthentic is, about it when they're pumping the noise into the car and out of the carts you know this is what the industry needed right because Tesla, one of Tesla's biggest drawback, again, and we said this a couple of weeks ago on a different story, is infrastructure. Not only building yeah. them, but but they have to be worked on. They have to be dealt yeah. with. They have to. They're gonna break down. They're gonna whatever. They've got to be charged. Ford will spend the money, right? Educating its techs all over the country and every Ford dealership out there, right? Correct. Where Tesla does not have that option. Right. Tesla, you and, have one place to go, and that's if you live near a Tesla. And that's and here's the other uh, Tesla dealer. Here's the other thing. You know, we've talked about before. Teslas have awful suspension reliability. They're, un they're insanely heavy for the suspension they put them in. Right. Ford has a little better knowledge on how to build heavy-duty suspensions. They have the supplier relationships. Not that Tesla can't build relationships. But the reality is an established company like Ford, there's a certain amount of trust that a, uh, a person has in a buying an F-150 Lightning when they've had three or four F-150s in their lifetime versus going to a Model, uh, Model X or going to the, the Cybertruck, which who knows when a Cybertruck will be available. They have a little more reliable. They have a little more sense of like, hey, this is a real company that, you know, my granddaddy drove an F-150. Well, and they already right? have, again, the infrastructure. They can bring techs in from all over the nation, train them, and send them back to all over the nation. Right. Tesla does not have that ability, right? right? And again, I'm not bashing Tesla here. I'm just saying they're the biggest one to compare to if Ford <clears throat> is really getting in the game. Now, he came out and said, and again, take this with a grain of salt, that he figures by 2030, 40% of Ford's 
uh, vehicles will be electric. Now, again, you got to think that's 40%. That's not 90. That's 40%. And it could all be a bunch of, okay, mm -hmm. you got your one stream of F-150 Lightnings. Right. And you got a whole bunch of cars, right? Yeah. But here's our other explorers or whatever. Mustang Mach-E, High mileage gas engines. Right. right. Which that, to me, it is more likely, if I was a betting man, I would bet more on engines getting better, high yes. mileage engines. I think yeah. it's more likely that you'll see 50 miles to the gallon on gas yes. engines than you will see electric engines because people yeah. will buy into that. If I yes. have the F-150 Lightning or I've yeah. got an F-150 that has a 50 mile per gallon engine in it. Yeah. I think your average because, American is going to go with the 50 mile per gallon engine. Yeah, because it has a, right. And I think because there's a certain amount of, uh, it's, it's not simply the infrastructure. It's if I want my car to keep going, I put gas in my truck. Right. Right. And I just do that. It takes eight minutes or 35 minutes. If you go to Costco, when there's gas change price day, um, whereas charging is an overnight procedure. And listen, if you're, I'm, that'll I'm get better a, too. I mean, seriously, I'm an elder millennial. Technologies will get better. Batteries will right. get better. Listen, that kind of stuff. But I'm an elder millennial. I remember plugging in my Motorola flip phone at night, hoping, oh shoot, it's one o'clock. <laughs> will I have a full charge by the time I have to leave for school? Right, right. Whereas yeah. now, if I'm leaving the house and I have twenty percent battery, I go, ah, oh, shoot, I got to wait fifteen minutes for this thing to get all the to go to one hundred percent. That's literally what it takes fifteen minutes. Yeah. No, I and I'm like, it. I got to wait 15 Look, minutes. Hey, again, Texas, I appreciate it. Ford is investing at least $90 million in educating Texas mechanics on yeah. the new business. $90 million just in the state of Texas alone. Guess what they're thinking who's going to be buying these F-150 Lightnings? I, listen, Texas is the number one purchaser of F-150s in the world, I believe. Uh, yes, right? it is. Yeah. Um, again, I'm not a Ford guy. My last truck was a Ford, but that was just, it was the right vehicle at the time, but I'm really a Chevy guy, but uh, no thanks. No, I'm, I'm not but, buying but again, your lightning. It's just the fact that they're doing it right. Like yeah. that, that to me is uh, you and I being a business podcast, we look for trends. We look for, for things that may tell us right. something else, right? You're saying right. this, but this is what you mean. If they're telling you up front that we're building these two factories over here in Tennessee and Kentucky, but right. we're investing $90 million of an education budget in the state of Texas alone to train right. our technicians on how to work on these vehicles, right. it's got to tell you something on where they think these vehicles are going to be sold. Right. No, that does tell you something. But. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's good for the I think it's good for the electric industry because even if again, even if they don't come out with just electrification everything, I right. think this helps support because you gotta think Tesla's gonna go to Ford at some point if they do all of this and it all works out. Tesla's gonna go, Hey, let's cross train, let's use yeah. your infrastructure of dealerships. We'll make you all Tesla certified, right? Whatever it is. Or yeah. whatever. You give us twenty percent of what you make. Like You've got to think that comes down the road because it's the only thing that makes sense right. to get this and, out there. And because I don't think Tesla's going to start popping up in rural areas. Why um, would they want to when you can just partner with Ford? Exactly. Because there's already a Ford dealership in these rural areas. Yeah. So right? I, I agree. Yeah. 
you know, it, and Ford may not want to do it in the beginning because Tesla is Tesla. But once you start rolling this out, we've seen it all over with every industry, even with General Motors and Ford and all. They all come out of very similar factories and places. They all help each other out with 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 shipments of goods. Right. Yeah. They all share all kinds of different things. Right. Yeah. Like what what is would be hilarious for a lot of people to know is. If you go buy a Ford F two fifty or a, a Chevy, no, it's it's the 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 fifteen hundred and one fifties. If you see a ten speed transmission, General Motors and Ford co developed that, and they just exactly. tuned them a little differently. That's what I'm saying. <clears throat> my last one of my cars, um, you know, a family car was my uncle had a Chrysler, my mom had a Kia, my dad had a Mitsubishi. These are three companies from three different countries. They all had the same engine. Right, because they'll, they'll, they'll buy, that's what I'm saying, is, but they don't advertise these kind of things because right. they, they don't want people, they want you to think because there are Ford people and yes. there are Chevy people. And yes. then there, there are Toyota people, and they right. don't want to jack with that. They want you right. to, if you're a Toyota person, they want you to be, you know, so they don't want you to jack with that. But when you really start digging, you'll see all of these similarities and components there's only three or four manufacturers of car components in the world, right? Yeah. They all come from the same place. They Correct. send over specifications and go, hey, and guess what? If Ford and General Motors can save two pennies per part because they yeah. both use the same shape whatever. of, you know, water, yeah. whatever, that that's what they're going to do because it saves them money. You get right. the same product, right, that you're happy with. So. I think you're going to see more of that crossover as we move forward. I think this is a good thing for the electric car, even if it yeah. becomes a hybrid. I think this is still a good thing for that. Yes. And I just want to close on one statement, which is the electric Mustang Mach-E was a mistake. It could have been a Ford Taurus. It should have been a Taurus Mach-E or whatever, the Taurus E, whatever they wanted yeah. to say. Making it a making and, it a Mustang the, was, was... And the phrase, the, the, the moniker Mach-E was simply used to mess with Tesla. Because Tesla wanted to create a Model E so that they could have a Model S, a Model E, a Model X, and a Model Y. Sexy. That's why there's a Model 3 versus the Model E when he went to file the trademark or contested it. Ford had to put something in production with that name mm -hmm. in order to maintain the trademark. That's why we get Mach-E. They should have still been a Taurus instead Horse of Mach-E. And I get yeah. it that they're trying, because of the whole Model S, right? Tesla started out as a sports car. They yes. wanted to, their first one to be a sports car, right? A sporty. Yeah, it's it still goes gross. from zero to 60 in three and a half seconds. I get all that. But yeah, it still should have been a Taurus. It should have yes. been a Taurus Sport. Right, a tourist whatever. E or something. The point like is, that. you could just put it. it it's the the person you're you're marketing the car to. It just looks cool. I admit that they look cool. They look cooler than a Model S or a Model X. But they X. don't look like a Mustang. It's not a Mustang. And there's one or two automotive journalists who's like, "This is completely a Mustang." And to those people, fight me in the octagon. That's all yeah, I have to you say. You are dead to me. If you yeah. think that, like, no, it's not a Mustang. It'll never be considered a Mustang. It like, they be. will have car shows fifty years from now where one of those will be sitting there, and I, and we'll all tell our grandkids at that car show. I'll be like, I know it yeah, says Mustang, Mustang right there, son, but that's bullshit. Yeah, it's not real. That's okay, fake. it's not real. That is a mistake that some guy made, and it's yes. not real. 
what do we got next? We've harped on this long enough. We have 